Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. That's loose and again it's with Wakato. As the fire cook Savage pops a weak chip over for himself. What's the bounce like? That's excellent. He's got pace. He's got support too. Cook Savage. The fire cook Savage ball back in. That is brilliant. Taha Kimura Wakato Magic. Well, brilliant is the way to sum up that try and impressive is the way to sum up uh, Waikato's season so far. They have... Uh, Beaten last night Southland 54-24 at FMG Stadium. Uh, and it wasn't all plain sailing for them either, by the way. They were uh, down 17-14 early in the second half and then put 40 points in one of the most impressive second half displays we've seen this year. Uh, they've done it well all year. They did it well last year. So what's the recipe? On the line now is uh, Waikato head coach Ross Filippo. Ross, good morning to you. Morning, Smithy. How are you, mate? Yeah, very, very good, and uh, I would imagine you're pretty good at, on the back of that second-half performance last night, uh, 54-24 over Southland. P- pleasing in the end? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was pleasing in the end, to be honest. The guys the guys actually worked really hard, and they were made to work hard through periods of the game, um, and then, you know, obviously got into their work and uh, pulled away in the second half. So, I mean, it was good because they had to go through a bit of a struggle, Um they got to look probably a little bit too loose early on, um, and then and then you know we kind of adjusted a couple of things and 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 talked about playing in the right part of the field, and then off the back of that we we got some good good momentum going. It's uh, it's been an impressive uh, season, um, Ross, so far on the back of what you achieved last year. Um, unbeaten to the point you only dropped points uh, against Hawks Bay with a thirty-two all draw in, in round one. Um, you must be actually uh, quite pleased the way it's all come together for you. Um, you're able to retain 35 from 38 of your initial squad this year from last year. So uh, that was a good head start for you. Yeah, I mean, that, that consistency of squad has obviously been a, a big help. And with it being uh, my second year with, with, with the coaching group and the, and the players, there's obviously a lot more cohesion. Um, so, you know, there was a Better a deeper understanding of how we like to operate as a management, and we understand our players a lot, lot better. So, I think you know those things have kind of been carried forward from last year. Um, our leaders in the team are really great at setting up expectations and, and helping um, new people coming into the environment be, be supported and, and and understand those expectations, but also um, understand that it's a place you come in and enjoy what you do. Ross, what is the coaching group this year? Uh, the coaching group this year is uh, obviously myself, um, Adam Thompson, uh, Mark Roberts, uh, Stephen Donald, Nick White, and oh, <laughs> Anton Leonard Brown's helping us out as well. Yeah, Anton Leonard Brown, actually, that's a, a, a good uh, one to get. Where's he at, Anton, and, and how's he been helping out? Where, where's he at with his fitness as well? Yeah, so Anton's obviously. Um, been out with a shoulder surgery and um, he's on his return to play at the moment. Uh, he's targeting hopefully the back end of the round robin 
or potentially um, if we look in a quarterfinal, then uh, that game. But um, at the moment, you know, to keep his kind of keep himself ticking over and, and thinking about footy, he, he I yarned to him and he was pretty keen to kind of jump on and and do some work with our backs and he's been working on our strikes and um, just just some of our skill acquisition with our backs and you know he's he's grown a lot in this short space of time. I, I kind of sold it to him that it was a great opportunity for him to develop his game and kind of look at the game from a different angle and a different perspective and um, you know hopefully it, it kind of grows him also during this period. Uh, let's look at uh, the, the leaders. You talked about the great leadership group there. You've added uh, Damien McKenzie back in uh, to the squad this year. And Damien's uh, performance is quite obvious. He's been uh, very influential. But what about uh, his all-round contribution? Oh, yeah, obviously Damien, like, he's, he's a world-class human being. Um, you know, he's very, very, always happy, always got a smile on his face. Really encouraging of, of everyone in the environment and extremely patient with, with young players. So you know he, he spends a lot of time with he spends a lot of time off his own back with 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 Taha, our young first five, and with Tapia and um, Dennis Sinkinson and some of our younger backs. And he's extremely giving of his time. Um, he, he's 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 an awesome guy to have in your environment. We're extremely lucky. Obviously, um, whatever advice he's been giving uh, Taha Kamara has been um, very, very beneficial. But impressive performance last night. This is a kid who's just what first year out of Hamilton Boys High. Yeah, yeah, Taha's actually he's quite he's quite you know he's mature beyond his years. Uh, he's pretty measured and, and and really diligent in his training. Um, he's fairly quiet, but I think you know the, the, a couple of times that him and I have had, had discussions around how the year's going. He's he said he's just kind of sitting back and soaking it all in. Um, we've tried not to place a, a, an enormous amount of pressure on him as a young first five, and we want him to um, enter professional rugby and, and not feel like he has to control everything and, and more just have an opportunity to learn. Um, so we've, we've set up a, a space for him to be able to do that, and, and he seems to be thriving. So we're, we're really happy with how he's coming on. And, of course, uh, it's a great illustration of uh, a pathway from Hamilton Boys High. Of course, they've just been crowned uh, champion secondary school again um, in New Zealand. So a wealth of talent coming through from that school in particular. But in particular, also um, around the Waikato region, you've, you've got some seriously good rugby talent coming through. Yeah, I mean, part of, part of um, you know, my job, I, I believe, is to make sure that we, we have pathways for guys you know, coming out of school in the local region, but also out of club and, and guys like Daniel Sinkinson, um, Spike Cook Savage, um, Patrick McCurran, um, having the opportunity to, to kind of push through and, and um, be able to play is, you know, Solomon Tukawafu who's another one, Kita Anahasu, uh, another person who was playing Division One, um, you know, footy, which is, you know, not, not even Premier footy. He's come through and he's, Starting to make a fist of his opportunity, so yeah, I'm I'm, I'm happy to look here, here, anywhere. I think within our region, there's there's a lot of rugby players that sometimes didn't go the conventional way through academies, and you know, I that for me, that doesn't really matter. It's it's, it's if they have the right character and, and they're willing to learn and, and want to challenge themselves to get better every day, and obviously a good human being. I think that's that's an important thing for me. You've given up the fewest points this season with um, only conceding 113, which is quite remarkable. Uh, what's What's been the secret to the defensive pattern? 
Um, it was kind of, you know, I, I guess last year's um, title was built on, on, on defence and then um, you were seeing, you know, against Tasman last year, we, we didn't actually construct very much, but we were able to pick up two tries just through um, pressure of skill set. And that, that eventually got us home. It's been a continuation of that, I think, this year, um, which has been really awesome, as Adam Thompson's taken over the defence portfolio with Mark Roberts. And the two of them uh, um, are growing a real culture amongst the team around around um, our defensive side of the game. And, and you know, they're doing a fantastic job. He's, he's added a couple of new things to, to really elevate how, how we've, we're operating as a team. And... Um, the balls are really bought in and they just, it's, it's really cool because they just live and breathe it each week. So, um, you know, so it's, it's, it's been an exciting, it's been exciting watching it progress and, and, and develop. Ross, what about the competition structure this year? Obviously, it would appear it's, uh, it's been favourable to you because of the results that you've been able to achieve. But uh, they've been searching, uh, New Zealand Rugby have, have tried a number of formats for this, uh, this NPC. Is, does this one take your fancy? You like this one, the, the odds and evens concept? Yeah, I don't mind the odds and evens concept. Um, you know, I think it's it's good. All of us competing for the one trophy. I think that's cool. Um, we kind of, I know it's a bit of a hark back to older competition models, but um, I think I think it's good that everyone's in the same in the same comp, and it's it's far easier for the fans to watch. And I know about the storm weeks. I still think that they kind of contradict uh, conversations around player, player welfare. Um, so, you know, I could, I'd probably pass on those, if I'm being honest. But it's, um, that's my own opinion. Um, likewise with the water breaks, I, I, don't, I don't understand those. But, um, you know, it, it, it's a complete contradiction to the other, the other things that they talk about around player welfare. But, you know, this is what we're working with this year. So I think it's definitely a better model than previous years. Uh, Ross, okay, you're in the middle of a, a storm week as such because um, you pack your bags pretty soon and uh, head to um, Dunedin uh, against uh, Otago. So that'll be a challenge, but you've managed to able uh, to manipulate your squad. I mean, last night's uh, side was, uh, from the outside looking in, was quite, uh, well, I won't say experimental, but there was some, some changes there, which, which gives you an opportunity, I guess, uh, to uh, reintroduce some more senior members to the squad. So I guess it's a case of finding that balance and staying relatively injury-free. Yeah, I mean, obviously, navigating the storm week, particularly when it's kind of almost two-thirds through our round robin, um, we had to kind of think about that very carefully coming into the competition and how we were going to manage that week. Um, the important thing for us was making sure in those first three to four weeks that we gave everyone access to rugby so that no one was, when we do rotate throughout the course of the storm week, um, people had had, had footy and no one was coming in fresh and had been sitting there for um, five or six weeks without getting any game time. So, I mean, we've kind of been rotating our squad the whole way through um, to make sure that everyone's physically up to it and and on top of, on top of all the content as well. So... Um, it's almost been like one large storm week because we've intentionally kept rotating. We've had a number of players that have been kind of sitting in the same positions, but there has been a lot of rotation, particularly through our locks, front rowers, um, loose forwards, and some of our some of our some of our backs. Not all. Uh, Ross, you've then got uh, Wellington and Bayer Plenty to finish off uh, the round 
Robin's side of things. If we look back on the season so far, has there been one performance for you that's been a standout, a key performance in terms of your season? Um, I think last week against Auckland was a, was a big um, a big stake in the ground for us as a team. Um, we've been working on some things around um, our attack that we've kind of been clunking along. Um, and we've been getting a lot of gain off our off our defence. So uh, I think against Auckland last week was, for us, was a, a real big breakthrough for us as a team. And um, to obviously win at home for the first time since 2013 was also another huge um, achievement for us as a group. Um, and then, you know, to be able to beat Auckland for the first time since 2017, uh, now that we put that, put that one, put that one down was, I think the, the, the team took a lot of confidence, um, from that. And so, you know, we understand that nothing's, nothing's given, everything has to be earned and we've just got to focus on one day at a time, but that's a really good market for us to kind of face the next few weeks off and going forward. We understand that Wellington and Bay of Plenty are going to be really difficult prospects, but we're also under no illusion that going down to Dunedin under the roof is, is a very tough ask, and, and quite often teams can go down there and um, going to be bamboozled by being inside, you know, <laughs> and, and can, can start to play uncharacteristically. So we're making sure that we have a very measured approach to this game. It's really important. Adam Thompson's obviously really up for this game. Um, with it being his old, his old club, so um, he's leaving no stone unturned. Ross, you had a prestigious, a very long, a prestigious playing career. Uh, second season as uh, head coach of uh, Waikato. Um, obviously, you know you, you found a nice formula and you're enjoying the role. And do you see that um, in terms of aspirations being your pathway at the moment as a rugby coach, perhaps in New Zealand or uh, even overseas? Yeah, I mean, I guess I've been coaching in and out of coaching since 2015. So, it's, you know, I'm in my seventh year now. I was able to go over to Japan for a couple of years and, um, you know, try my hand at professional coaching in, you know, in, in 2017. And um, that was a really good learning curve for me. You know, I was I made some mistakes, got some things right, but I was able to kind of discover who I was as a coach, which, you know, kind of sounds a little bit eerie-fairy, but without being in the, the spotlight of New Zealand well, the New Ze- under the New Zealand spotlight, I think it was a really good process for me to go through um, and then be able to come back into New Zealand and then just slowly make my way into NBC I've, I've really focused on making sure I have a good foundation in coaching and, and not trying to rush to get to the um, to the next level um, some, some, some guys I think there's been a number of players that have kind of jumped straight in and then you know, for whatever reason has been sped out the other side, and for me, it's 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 just making sure that I'm really understand who I am, so that when you go to that next level, um, you're confident within your own ability, and, and you're able to build a good rapport with your not only your stakeholders and and, and upper management, but definitely your players. Ross, just finally, um, Thursday night test match is very unusual, but we've got one tonight. What are you expecting um, from the All Blacks Wallabies tonight? Yeah, I don't know. It's a hard one to pick. We were talking about this the other day. And, um, you know, of course, I want to see the All Blacks um, win. Uh, but, I, you know, Renz is a crafty, crafty bugger, and I'm sure he'll be would have been sitting there dissecting the All Blacks game plan 
trying to trying to find some um, some, some chinks in their armour. So it's going to be a really interesting watch. I think if if the um, All Blacks are able to operate with the same intensity in their carry and at the breakdown like they did in the previous Argentinian game, it, it'll it'll be a, a tough night for Australia. Likewise, if, if Australia are able to to, to slow slow the All Blacks ball and and then potentially. You know, I, I think you might see some a lot of technical kicking tonight. I'll be trying to put the back three under the pump. Um, that's that's where I reckon Wins would go if he was been looking at uh, the most recent All Black games. Ross Filippo, always great great to catch up with you. Um, congratulations on your season so far. Uh, from your point of view, long mark continue, and uh, it's uh, it's been very impressive. Th- and thanks for your time this morning, Ross. Uh, travel well to Dunedin, play well. Awesome. Thank you, Smitty. It's great to talk to you again, mate. Appreciate it. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.